Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. twice a week, 822. Um, and as oftentimes there are a number of internet links sprinkled through this uh, piece. And if you want to investigate those, you can look it up at um, wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com. Okay, we're getting back into the groove here. But first off, backspace, backspace to 820. And Booth led boldly with his big bass drum, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? That's right, General William Booth, who walked out of the Methodist Church and founded the Salvation Army, died on 8-20-1912. Poems by Bachel Lindsay. Some days from the church calendar, August 23, Rose of Lima. Her family named her Rose because she was a beautiful baby, but she wanted to be known for more than beauty. She moved into a summer house in the garden, blistered her skin with pepper, dressed in rough clothing, and cut off her hair. She focused on the plight of the poor, Indians, and slaves, and is heralded as the originator of social services in Peru. She died at age 31. She was the first person born in the Americas to be canonized by the Catholic Church. August 24th, we remember Bartholomew, a disciple, an apostle. In the first three Gospels, he's always mentioned together with Philip. In John, Philip is mentioned with Nathaniel. Some people think they are the same, some don't. Tradition is that Bartholomew and Jude Thaddeus preached in India and Armenia, and that Bartholomew was martyred for converting the king of Armenia to Christianity. August 25, St. Louis, king of France, the only king of France who was a saint. He was known for his fairness, He introduced the idea of the presumption of innocence into the legal system. He was respected by other European monarchs who sometimes asked him to mediate their differences. On the other hand, he was pretty strict and punished blasphemy by mutilation of the tongue and lips, and he burned 12,000 manuscripts of the Talmud and other Jewish books. St. Louis, Missouri is named after him, as is the cathedral in New Orleans and, I assume, church in Harvey and a lot of other places and buildings. 
August 27th, Monica, mother of Augustine of Hippo. Well, she's also remembered on May 20, on May 4th. A little closer to Mother's Day, it's nice. You can check back to then. <clears throat> August 28th, Augustine of Hippo. He was a good student, but, quote, in spite of the good warnings of his mother, as a youth, Augustine lived a hedonistic lifestyle for a time, associated with young men who boasted of their sexual exploits. The need to gain their acceptance forced inexperienced boys like Augustine to seek or make up stories about sexual experiences, end quote. <clears throat> At age 31, he converted to Christianity and became a priest. Believing the grace of Christ was indispensable to human freedom, he helped formulate doctrine of original sin and made significant contributions to the development of just war theory. When the Western Roman Empire began to disintegrate, Augustine imagined the city, the church, as the spiritual city of God, distinct from the material, earthly city. August 29th, the beheading of John the Baptist. Well, we never really covered that in Sunday school, singing the songs and acting it out and all that. August 29th also is uh, the day for John Bunyan. One Sunday, the vicar of Elstow preached a sermon against Sabbath breaking, and Bunyan took his sermon to heart. That afternoon, as he was playing Tip Cat, the game in which a small piece of wood is hit with a bat, on Elstow Village Green, he heard a voice from the heavens, Wilt thou leave thy sins and go to heaven, or have thy sins and go to hell? He wrote The Pilgrim's Progress. He spent 12 years in jail for preaching outside of the church. And some of the days from the World or Earth calendar, August 22nd, it's the birthday in 1922, Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 451, something wicked this way comes, the Martian Chronicles, I Sing the Body, Electric, Dandelion, Wine, and many more. Something called Farewell Summer as an audio book at uh, Peter White Public Library. A little bit early for that, maybe. I'll give it a try and let you know. August 23, it's the birthday of Edgar Lee Masters in 1868. We, or at least I, know him as the author of the Spoon River Anthology, but he also wrote a bunch of other things, The New Star Chamber and other essays, Songs and Satires, The Great Valley, The Serpent in the Wilderness, An Obscure Tale, The Spleen, Mark Twain, A Portrait, Lincoln, The Man, then uh, Illinois Poems. In all, Masters published 12 plays, 21 books of poetry, one called The Doomsday Book, six novels and six biographies, including those of Abraham Lincoln, Mark Twain, the aforementioned Vachel Lindsay, and Walt Whitman. I dabble in Spoon River now and then, but never seem to get all the way through it. It's also the day in 1966 that the first photo of Earth was taken from moon orbit. And by the way, hasn't the moon been something these last few nights? I've been sleeping downstairs because of my knee, and it has really shone through the back windows. Back to the picture of Earth, what beauty it displays, and what evil and suffering is there under the surface. We noted that last time. August 24th. <clears throat> it's Waffle Day. The Waffle Land was patented in 1869. Waffles for dinner? I'm good with that. And maybe Stroop Waffles for dessert? August 25, it's the birthday of Leonard Bernstein in 1918. 
He had a career that covered just about everything musical. In October 1976, Leonard Bernstein led the Bavarian Radio Symphony Orchestra and pianist Claudio Aru in an Amnesty International benefit concert in Munich to honor his late wife and to continue their joint support for human rights, he established the Felicia Montalegre Bernstein Fund of Amnesty International USA to provide aid for human rights activists with limited resources. He conducted his final concert at Tanglewood, August 19, 1990. Um, and also the 25th, it marks the beginning of the Great Moon Hoax of 1835. Really, you got to read it for yourself. It was published in The Sun, a New York paper which never did print a retraction. Note that Edgar Allan Poe also wrote a moon hoax. Again, if there really was a civilization on the moon, we would have seen it over these past few days. August 26th, first public kindergarten in the U.S. was established in St. Louis. First kindergarten in the U.S. was funded founded in Watertown, Wisconsin in 1856, and it was conducted in German by Margareta Mayer Schertz. Elizabeth Peabody founded the first English language kindergarten in the U.S. in 1860. First free kindergarten in the U.S. was founded in 1870 by Conrad Pappenhausen, a German industrialist and philanthropist who also established the Pappenhausen Institute. First First publicly financed kindergarten in the U.S. was established in St. Louis in 1873 by Susan Blow. These were all influenced by the thought of Friedrich Froebel. I mention that because when I was growing up, there was a school at Pine and Ridge that I think was called Froebel. I did not go there, though I lived a block away. I went to Pierce for kindergarten with Mrs. Wilmer through eighth grade because my family was connected with Northern Michigan College at that time. August 27th, petroleum discovered in Pennsylvania in 1859. Amazing what we have done with that in 150 years, and data work on reducing our footprint. August 28th, Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech delivered in 1963. And Frederick Law Olmsted died in 1903. He designed parks and landscaping with an eye to keeping things natural. And yes, the Wikipedia page notes, quote, Olmsted was also known to oppose park projects on conservationist grounds. In 1891, Olmsted refused to develop a plan for Presque Isle Park in Marquette, Michigan, saying that it should be, not be marred by the intrusion of artificial objects, end quote. A good day to go around the island. August 29th, Hurricane Katrina hit the Gulf Coast as a Category 5, in 2005, devastating New Orleans, site of the aforementioned St. Louis Cathedral. And Ingrid Bergman was born on this day in 1915 and died on this day in 1982. In between, she had one of the most influential movie careers in history. She played opposite Humphrey Bogart, Gary Cooper, Cary Grant, and Gregory Peck, among others. Play it again, Sam. That's what I got for now.